Hello and welcome back to Badassery Podcast, your go-to podcast for tips and tricks on how to be your most badass self. If you're new, my name is Alexa and I am the host. So happy Thursday, or in my case, it's Sunday. So happy Sunday. You know, I know by the time this episode goes up, it's Thanksgiving, but I figured that you could use something to listen to pre-turkey or post-turkey. And I want to be consistent since I am back on the podcast train. So there's that. Yeah, getting into the highlights from my past week, it was an exciting week because it was kind of the last week of everything in terms of any major exams and any major milestones before I graduate with my master's degree. So on Monday, I had my last exam of my academic career, which is very, very exciting. And it was also the last tuition check I had to actually cash for the semester and ever. So it's super exciting. And I also have one class left. I don't have class the week you're listening to this or the following week. I go back for my very last project presentation on the 7th. So I've got a couple weeks to kind of just hang, which is exciting because I'm starting to get into this mode where it's going to be all about content production coming up here, especially in December and into the new year. So obviously podcasting is part of it, but also I want to do stuff with YouTube, which I will get into here in a little bit. So it's kind of exciting to kind of have that time back to just do something in the evening other than just working on school and worrying about projects and having exams. I honestly can't remember the last time I had Monday nights free because I think every semester I've had, at least this year, I've had a class on Monday. So it'll be nice to actually have a Monday free and have plans on a Monday or just use it as an extra day to get stuff done. Before I used to like try to work out on Mondays, but it's been rather difficult. So now I can like do it again. I'm actually planning on working out tomorrow. So Monday, since I am recording this on Sunday, uh, because I don't have class and I have just a group meeting at 630. So I'm super excited about that. But yeah, I literally have less than a month left of grad school, which is crazy to think about because it's been a two-year journey. I started in August of 2018 and here I am in, you know, late November 2020 about to be done. Granted, I didn't think we'd be in a pandemic or anything like that with graduating and everything, but you know, what can you do? I'm just excited that I have it done and you know, it's out of the way and I can focus on now doing other things, whether it's brushing up on graphic design or doing creative writing or whatever I kind of want to learn as part of continuing education. There's a couple work-related courses. I do want to take like um, some public speaking and negotiation, you know, things like that. So, you know, it'll be, it'll be interesting and exciting to just not have a formalized academic, I guess, course that I'm taking. So that's that's great. But kind of going back to the content creation stuff, I did say in last week's podcast, and I remember this vividly because I just edited it Wednesday, so not too long ago, that I wouldn't, you know, start vlogging and that YouTube wasn't for me. Well, I was wrong. I can, I always use these blanketed statements where I say, oh yeah, I'm never going to do this or I'm never going to do that. And then down the road, I end up doing it. So I really just need to teach myself you know, how to never say never situation. So I started vlogging this week, which is very exciting for me. I just kind of, I wanted to do some different content creation other than just producing blogs or doing more like graphic stuff on the computer, like uh, graphic design and things like that. I just want it, and we're writing. I just want, I want to explore more of the audio visual side of things, which is why I'm really enjoying podcasting and getting into YouTube and doing all that. I think it'll really help boost my confidence and just my demeanor with public speaking because I've always had a challenge public speaking with just 
using filler words, not feeling confident, not feeling controlling or commanding. So I think this, in a way, doing this will help me become a better public speaker and more confident and assertive in front of an audience because you guys are essentially my audience, which is awesome. And I'm glad to have you guys as an audience. So thank you for everyone who listens and downloads this podcast. So anyway, back to YouTube. I watched Plan With Lakin's video on YouTube from last Monday, where she talked about everything and anything related to YouTube, basically answering any questions her subscribers had relating to YouTube, how to get started, what she thinks the most important aspects are, how to monetize, how to schedule content, batch content, etc, etc. So after watching that, I think I watched it Tuesday. I picked up the camera. I was like, you know, why not? If she can start doing it, if anybody can start doing it, I can start doing it. And what I really like about her is she's like late 20, so not too far off from my age. So I think she really started getting involved with YouTube and stuff when she was about my age or a little bit older. So it makes me feel good that I'm not too late to the game on that sort of thing, where I didn't have to start at age 15 and now have been doing it for 10 years. So that's kind of a reassuring feeling. So I just felt super inspired by that and was like, hey, I can try this. I can build this up and just see where it goes. Because as I talked about last week, I really want to start working on my personal brand more and just doing more things to just so showcase who I am as a person. So maybe I'm the overall umbrella and then I just have a couple different things. Like I have this podcast, I'll have YouTube, I'll have my business. So it's just super exciting, super exciting stuff. So I'm planning on putting out my first vlog on Tuesday. So the 24th. So I highly recommend highly encourage you all to subscribe because by this point, by the time this podcast is out, the video will also be out. So my YouTube name is just Alexandra Phillips. I need to figure out what I want to do with it or how I want to change it or like how I want to figure it out. But right now I'll just keep it at that. But that's um, my YouTube for now. Yeah, if you want more of this content and to see my lovely face, uh, go check it out. So the other thing that was also fun that I did this week was I finally did the Beyonce ride on Peloton. Well, I guess one of them because there's two cycling rides. So I did the one with Allie Love and oh my goodness, guys, it was so, so much fun and so good. And it was a nice sweat too because I hadn't been on the bike in, I want to say, it had been two weeks, I think. And so Wednesday, I was in a good place to where I could just ride and just have a workout, which felt fantastic. Mondays, I usually can't because I've had class, as I just mentioned. Tuesdays, I have um, a Bible study at five. So I also can't really work out there. So Wednesday is kind of my first available day during the week to work out. Not for long, though. But yeah, so the ride was great. So if you haven't taken that ride, I highly, highly recommend it. Um, I'm a big sucker for themed rides. Um, If you watch my vlog, you'll definitely hear that I've taken my fair share of themed rides and I really, really like them. I just think it's fun, especially if it's an artist that you really like or music that you know is really good for a spin. So I've done a handful of those. So now I can add Beyonce to my list. I want to do the other one because there's one with two other writers and I can't remember. I think it's Alex Toussaint and I can't remember. Um, I'm blanking. So if you know what I'm talking about, yes, do that. But figured it's also a good time to plug my Peloton name if you all want to follow me. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm active on there with like hashtags and whatnot. But if you want to follow me, my username is at Alexa Phillips, all just one word. So yeah, that was, that was Peloton, but I felt really good. It felt really good getting back on the bike and just really enjoying myself and just really trying to get back into working out and doing all of that. So 
Yeah, that was great this week. And I also did another ride on Saturday, which I'll get to as I go down my list of highlights from the week. Yeah, then the other one was I revamped my artwork for the podcast, which if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen. I just wanted something that was a little bit more mature and modern and cooler, I guess, because what I had before was fun, but it wasn't me. And I wanted something that was more me and more modern and more cool and just, you know, to give a different sense to this podcast. So I spent a little bit of time kind of redesigning the logo with some new fonts and some new colors and stuff like that. It's a lot softer and more on the neutral side. I kind of was also very inspired by cloth and paper because they have the most amazing color scheme. But I wanted to do something like that that wasn't super like in your face, but more like, yes, this is this is a mature grown up podcast, but I really, really like it. And I think the color palette really like does it justice and really accentuates what I want to accentuate. So I'm really happy with that turned out. So I definitely I updated the Instagram and Facebook with it. So and I'm going to kind of play more in that color scheme, I think, going forward with just social media and stuff like that to kind of just build a whole cohesive brand and color palette. It's like brand identity 101. Sometimes it takes me a minute to like actually apply my own learnings to stuff that I'm doing. I don't know if anyone else feels like this in their own field, but I always like I know rules of branding and I know things that are common sense. But when it comes time to do it for things that are like my own things, like my own personal brand or my own YouTube or my own Instagram or whatever, I fail so miserably, you guys. You have no idea. And I'm just like, did the, did I go to school or what? Like, I should know better. So I'm trying to really just be like, well, doy, like this is what you'd recommend for a company. You got to recommend it for yourself. So anyway, that's kind of that's that with the logo. The other thing that was exciting is I was finally able to watch the Seahawks live this week. So I kind of forgot that they had a Thursday game. And it was ironic because as I was getting dressed Thursday morning for work, I was like, I I pulled out my Seahawks long sleeve shirt. And I was like, oh, let me just wear this today. And then it was like, oh, yeah, there's a game today. And I'm like, oh, okay, that could not have worked out better. And I guess with Amazon Prime, you get to watch the game live on Thursday night. So Thursday night football, which I literally didn't know until now. So it was so much fun. They were playing the Arizona Cardinals, which was a rematch from a couple weeks earlier where the Cardinals had like a last minute Hail Mary and ended up winning the game. So this time it was the Seahawks who could have like their redemption. And they did. They ended up winning, which was great, but it felt just so good to just actually watch the game live. I was working on my grad school paper. It was like just a perfect night. I loved it. So that was definitely a highlight, being able to watch the game live. And then Friday, I finally got out of my house and I ran some errands. I It wasn't like anything super exciting. I had lunch with a friend and then I went to Target and Hobby Lobby because I needed to get some of these like little gift, what are they called? Like gift boxes for my friend gifts. So I figured what better place to go than Hobby Lobby. And I'm glad I did because they were $6 for like boxes and some parchment paper to go inside. And then Target was like, you know, very typical Target run, just had to get a few things and walked out with double the amount. Very typical. But yeah, it just felt good to like get out and like get my legs moving and get some fresh air and all of that. Because during the week, I don't, it. I'm usually just straight working. Like I don't get to get out a whole ton. And if I do, it's like very short periods of time. So it's nice to kind of just leave the house every so often. We actually have new COVID restrictions that went into effect Friday evening. So now there are no in-person gatherings, no seating indoors. And I think those were the two, the two big ones that changed it. So there was like that. So it kind of just felt nice to go out while things were still in this somewhat unlocked state, I guess. So that was that was Friday and I really it was it was great. I just really enjoyed it. A really good way to end the week. 
because I'm not a big errands person on the weekend because it can just get so crowded at the store. Like I went to the mall last weekend with a friend and oh my gosh, it was so bad, guys. It was so crowded and just like not great. And so I was like, oh my gosh, like if I can avoid shopping on a weekend at all costs, I will take it. But yeah, so that was great. And then yesterday I had a really just kind of productive Saturday, but I decided I wanted to put together what I call the Christmas playlist to end all playlists. Like I've been listening to so many different ones over the years on Spotify. Like Spotify has great Christmas playlists, but I was like, you know, I want to make one of my own with all of my favorite songs, all the original Christmas songs. And what I mean by original is not a cover of a classic. So not a cover of like, you know, Silent Night or All I Want for Christmas is you or whatever, but it's just a different song. My sister and I talk about this literally all the time because she's not the biggest fan of Christmas music, but she likes original songs. Like her favorite song is Underneath the Christmas Tree by Kelly Clarkson. She really likes it because it's an original song, not a cover of another Christmas song. And I kind of have to agree because after a while it can get really mundane and really kind of boring, even though like some of these artists who do it, like Sam Smith and Carrie Underwood, what the vocals are just unbelievable but I, I totally see that point so yes I put together a playlist with five hours of Christmas music so I will also link that in the episode notes if anyone just wants like the ultimate Christmas playlist to end all playlists so it kind of it has a mix of everybody from like Frank Sinatra to Michael Buble to Justin Bieber to the Jonas Brothers Taylor Swift like just you know, old and new stuff, which I kind of like. So, because there's songs that have become like instant classics, you know, in the last five, 10 years. And then there's the classics from like the 50s and 60s and stuff. So I loved that. And then yesterday also marked my first personal record on Peloton. I was so stoked, you guys. You have no idea. So I was like, before dinner, I, after I got my work done, I was like, hey, I'm going to go on a ride. I did a 45-minute ride, so I did a longer ride, and I typically do, and it was a pop ride by Irene Scholes. Love the pop rides. I usually just go based on music and stuff. Music's kind of my indicator for a good ride. Like I have to like the music in order to have a good ride. Um, So yeah, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was just because I was feeling motivated or what the deal was, but all of a sudden I like finished the ride and it's like I've burned like over 300 calories. I've had over 200 in output. I went almost 11 miles. Like it was so good. And so I'm very proud of myself. Like I haven't had like that good of a performance since I got the bike back in June. So for me, it was awesome. And I felt so good after it and just I just loved it. It was so, so fun. Yeah, so that's kind of just a snapshot of what kind of happened this week. I also ended up actually doing my nails for once. I never paint my nails just because I always, I get too lazy and I'm not patient to let them dry and all the things and serves me right because I do have a blanket print on one of them and it's already starting to bother me. But regardless, it was nice to kind of have like a little self-care moment and to do my nails to kind of just feel something. That's kind of like the big quote that I've kind of picked up from watching, especially these YouTubers and stuff is like, yeah, I'm just gonna do it to feel something. And I don't even know what that means really, but just like to not feel like a slob, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, it's always nice to like have my nails done. I always feel super put together with them done. The color I did on them this week was Ladylike by Essie, which is um, a tried and true color. It's kind of this purpley gray neutral color that I really like. I really only paint my nails neutrals anymore. Like I'm not really into like darks or like bold colors. I really just like a good neutral nail. So I did that. I haven't, you know, done my nails in a while. So it kind of felt good to have have them painted. So that was nice last night. I was watching The Inventor out for Blood in Silicon Valley because I finished Bad Blood by John Carreyou um, that talks about the Theranos startup and Elizabeth Holmes. And it was it was a captivating book. Like I always love these books where these journalists are trying to crack these stories and are just like getting, you know, like there's issues because no one wants the truth to come out. But it was a great 
great book, great book, great documentary. So yeah, that's kind of how I spent my night last night. Very relaxing. And I'm also super enthralled with this book right now called One of Us is Lying. Um, It's a YA New York Times bestseller. It's kind of like Pretty Little Liars. They describe it as Pretty Little Liars meets The Breakfast Club. So basically like all the like there's a a group of five kids from all different social circles at a high school and they are all there for detention. And one of them ends up, you know, dying in a freak accident because he was allergic to peanut oil. So they're trying to figure out like who who did it and all that. And it's the person who ended up it's kind of like an ace situation in Pretty Little Liars if you've watched it where the actual killer is like sending messages like oh yeah like I actually killed him like all this stuff so I'm like 60% through it but like I had to stop myself from reading last night because otherwise I would have just kept going but it was so good so if you want like a real quick YA read I highly recommend that one so yeah kind of now getting into my favorites so my first favorite is a tv show it's dash and lily probably all seen it on netflix at least the promos and so it's based on a book one of my really good friends actually texted me i think last week and she's like hey like you totally should watch dash and lily it was my favorite book in high school i was like yes i'm planning on doing it so i finally started it i think i'm like four or five episodes in and i love it it's so cute like i love the premise of like this new the scavenger hunt and like how and how dash and lily are getting to know each other via this like red notebook and how like the people helping them i just love it and i think new york is like the perfect city to do it in i've also been to the strand so like i love it i just like it brings back really great memories of visiting visiting the strand i was just there in september but i didn't spend too much time in manhattan i spent a lot of time in brooklyn but like it's still fun to see manhattan uh depicted in the show especially at christmas time because new york christmases are legendary the other favorite i have is a pen which you know if you know me i'm a total stationary addict is the it's the sharpie roller pen so it's like a rollerball type pen and it's a point five tip which is on kind of like on the smaller side and I typically don't go for that but I was like okay I'll just try it and see and I like love it so far you guys it's a great little pen so uh, honestly my podcast notes that I wrote in my notebook are literally written in this pen and it's great so it's been a great pen and I'm obsessed with it right now so it's definitely my pen of the moment and the last one has actually been vlogging and I didn't think I would like vlogging or like seeing myself on camera but like we'll we'll see when editing comes because that's usually how it goes like in the moment you're like oh it's not that bad but then when you're going back and going through it you're just like oh boy but I really liked it it's, it's honestly like I know vlog comes from the is a combination of the words video and blog but like I really do feel like it's like a blog and how I would blog about something except it's in a video form so for me like it's while it's not a novel concept it's a novel concept to me and I really am enjoying it I'm really enjoying just hopping on and sharing things with my with people who want to watch me and of course I'm still getting the hang of it like I have been switching off between like my iPhone and my camera and I'm really hoping that the footage all is compatible or else that won't be very fun so we'll see fingers crossed but yeah, that those are kind of all my favorites that I'm loving right now, you know, so I will obviously continue to be watching Dash and Lily into the week and using my pens and vlogging, but I really honestly recommend for you guys to check out Dash and Lily if you need a new Netflix show or if you need a new pen, if you are that type of person who is a pen connoisseur, the Sharpie pens are definitely great to check out Um, because I needed some new pens because I couldn't find my Sharpie. I think I ran out of Sharpie S-Gel pens, so I had to buy new S-Gel pens, and then I got some Pilot pens, so, but yeah, the pens are a very pleasant surprise there. Then, yeah, so moving into the tip of the week, and this week it actually pertains to Black Friday as a whole, so my tip is to really utilize Black Friday and everyone's like well no shit that's like what it's there for but like not everybody I think utilizes it the best possible way like 
especially during this pandemic. Like, who's going to want to go out into these crowded stores, especially with other people? So it is the best time if you have not done so already to just, you know, sit on the couch, pull out your computer and like get those Black Friday deals online without having even to walk into a store. That's typically what I do every year. Like I will, you know, kind of compile a list of what I want to get and then keep an eye out on between Black Friday through Cyber Monday to see what the deals are and just place any necessary orders to take advantage of the deals because I know a lot of times the deals are really good. Um, But I usually I do that all from the cover of my own home. I literally have never gone out on Black Friday to go shopping. And I don't think I ever want to, to be honest, because it just sounds like an unnecessary frenzy when you can literally get the same deals online from the comfort of your own home and have everything delivered to you. I just wanted, you know, hop on and say that it's very easy delivery. So you don't have to either go to the mall or just like wait last minute. You can have all of your shopping done and all of it either, you know, sent to you to give to somebody or just sent directly to that person. That's another like sub tip I guess I'll give is to have Um, if you're needing to send something to a person to avoid post office fees and whatnot, just send it directly to them. Like that's what I'm going to do with my brother, especially because he lives in Florida. So I'm not going to, you know, waste my time sending a gift here just to only send it to Florida. So I'm just going to send it directly to Florida because it's just easier that way. That way you don't have to like stand at the post office, otherwise known as like the seventh circle. If you've read Dante's Inferno, you know that reference. But yeah, it's, um yeah it's just a mess during the holidays so if you can avoid some of that like all the better to you so yeah so what I'm planning on actually purchasing this year I have a couple Christmas gifts in mind for my family that I know I can pick up Black Friday weekend so I'm going to order that looking at getting some more planner stickers for January and February for my memory planning and then cloth and paper is coming out with new colors in the their Ollie clip collaboration so I really hope I can get my hands on one of those during Black Friday. So those are kind of really the only things I'm looking for. I would be trying to hit up places like Loft or Madewell for clothes, but like Again, I'm not really going anywhere. The extent of my wardrobe is maybe wearing like leggings and a sweater right now, but most of the time it's just like sweatpants and sweatshirts. So I am not gonna, not gonna really bother with clothes, even though Madewell has some really cute stuff this season, that's for sure. So yeah, enough about me and catching up with everything. I always love this part of the podcast though, because I kind of just get a brain dump and get to just talk to you guys about things I like and I always like sharing what I like because I think it's a great way to recommend and learn about new products and all that. So without further ado, let's hop into the actual topic of this podcast, which is live and let live. So this concept, it's going to be interesting how this concept actually comes across because I feel like as I was writing my notes for this episode, I really, I started feeling very aggressive, I guess in just the way I wanted to cover it and the points I wanted to talk about, but I don't want to be aggressive. I just want to talk about what this topic can mean and what it can mean today, not so much accusing anybody or making anybody feel bad. So just know that that's my intention. I just want to kind of share my thoughts on it without being accusatory or anything like that. So just keep that in mind as you're listening to the rest of the episode. So yeah, I um, the reason this word kind of came about and kind of became an integral part of my life was because I had a teacher my senior year of high school in this class that we took called Senior Seminar. We would read kind of more modern books, like we read The Help, we read Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. So just kind of, you know, books like that. And just, it was a very much a discussion-based class. And it was honestly one of my favorite ways to have class and like a favorite way of having an English class. And my teacher of that class gave us this phrase called live and let live. And it's obviously two parts. So you have the live portion, which is obviously you, you doing your own thing. You just, you know, living your life to the fullest. And then you have the and and then let live. So what the let live part means is kind of just 
letting other people just do their thing too and not really how do I describe this not really you know worrying about what they're doing maybe you have a neighbor or you have somebody and you're just observing them and you're like well why are they why are they doing this the way that they're doing this and and honestly like it's it doesn't matter why why they're doing it like they have their own reason for doing it like we don't know what their reasoning for it is so you can you can never just assume that that's what somebody's doing it's you can never just assume like oh because they're doing this that means this no like everyone has their reasoning for doing something and while it might not be apparent to you like they know exactly what they're doing and you might not know how you come off to other people too so it's a very interesting kind of concept But I think it's super relevant, at least in today's landscape, because I feel like we are always so up in each other's business all of the time. Like, why are they doing that? Why is so and so doing that? Why is so and so, you know, behaving this way? You know, and for me, that's just a lot of kind of judgment and a lot of attacking other people for what they're doing and what they aren't doing. And I best case I've seen it is with some of these YouTubers, like these public figures who have, you know, hundreds of thousands of subscribers, and they're reading all these comments of people attacking them left and right for what they're doing. Like in one particular case, there's this YouTuber and she, it was, I think back over the summer when things were like relatively open and she lived lives in the South. So like Florida and Georgia, where like things were already more on like the relaxed side with the regulations. And she went to go visit her friend. I think she took like a road trip or something while, you know, the States, it was okay to do so. Like it was okay to, it wasn't like a stay at home order or a shelter in place or anything like that. And she was getting all all sorts of flack for it. And everyone's like, well, why are you traveling? It's not safe. Like you're you know, endangering people. And it's like, um, well, you don't know the regulations. You don't know what the regulations are in that state. Like it could just be totally fine to, you know, travel between states and you don't know the people. And like you can have consent with two groups of people on whether somebody is okay to see each other or not. Like it doesn't have to like, so I guess the point is like, especially when it comes to third parties and whatnot, it's it's an unpopular opinion, but honestly, who cares what they're doing? Like, who cares if this girl is traveling across state lines? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, like I guess my thing is like, why should you let it bother you? And you shouldn't let it bother you because people, they can make their own decisions. They can, you know, work within the guidelines as long as people know the restrictions and know what their local ordinances say. Like, that's all that matters. And as long as they respect it, that's all that matters. But I think what the problem is, is there's kind of just been this lack of respect for just people, no matter what, like, and I mean, yeah, fight me on this if you want, but for the election, for example, and not to bring up that sore subject, but like, no one can just respect each other and how they they want to vote. Like, if you want to vote for Trump, fine. Like, who cares if you if you vote for him like and you're voting on the other party like you have to be able to diplomatically and respectfully and talk about these things in a civil manner and just debate like in the old days you could debate the issues and still be friends afterwards nowadays it's like people are removing others on Facebook and saying we're not going to be friends or oh you shouldn't even bother you know showing up in the circle because of your opinion on things and that's not okay like you know we're healthy debaters and we should be healthy debaters but that doesn't mean that like we have to say, oh, what you're doing is wrong and what I'm doing is right. And that's the only way things are. So yeah, kind of just getting back on it. Like it's just been this thing that I've observed with this, like, you know, cancel culture and all this stuff where it's just this just lack of respect. And, you know, people make one mistake and suddenly it's like, oh my God, like I need to cancel them and not follow them and all this stuff. But you know, that's, I mean, that's not, that's not right. And like, 
it's just being too harsh because you got to give people the benefit of the doubt sometimes. Like people make mistakes. People sometimes don't think about how their impact makes others feel. And it's totally a human thing to have that. Like we're not all superhuman, especially the people on the internet. They're just as human as we are. And we shouldn't feel like we have to explain ourselves like every every five minutes, you know, oh, I did this because of this. It's like, okay, just, you know, live and do your thing. And that's another thing. Like we shouldn't ha- feel like we have to explain ourselves sometimes. Like I feel like sometimes these people are just like, oh yeah, I did this because of X, Y, and Z. It's like, well, I don't care. Like, you don't need to explain yourself to me. Like, I respect your decision. Maybe I don't agree with it, but I respect it. Like, and no one's saying you have to agree with 100% of the decisions that people make. Just respect them. Like, that. that's all it is. Just respect people's decisions. And, and yeah, and it's hard. Like, I know it's hard if you have a friend doing something or whatever, but you just have to respect their decisions. Like, you, you can still be friends with them um, and you can still, you know, associate with them. Just respect what they're doing because there is no right or wrong way to do anything. There's multiple ways to do things and multiple ways that things can be right. And a lot of it also depends on, you know, people's comfort levels and people's what their attitude is on what is right and what is wrong. But anyway, bottom line is we just got to respect each other. And I'm going to probably sound like a broken record for the rest of this episode, but it's true. I've even been questioned here. Like I was over the summer, I took two airplanes and I know a lot of people would not even be caught dead on an airplane right now. But for me, I felt comfortable enough to go on the airplane and the places I was going had you know, the restrictions set and I respected the restrictions and all that. So all all you can do is just agree and re- not even agree, just respect somebody's decisions and don't not just be like, oh, why are you traveling or why are you on an airplane or whatever? It's like, um, because I need to, I'm going, I'm going to see somebody. And as long as you know, you're safely doing it, you're following precautions, you know, you're wearing a mask, you're being safe. Like that's all that, that's all that you can do. But this business about, oh, let's just, you know, rag on everybody because they're making a decision I wouldn't make is not okay. And that kind of goes into this whole idea of hypocrisy. And like, we've all been there. We have all literally had instances where we have been a hypocrite in one form or another, myself included. But I have noticed this so much more with, you know, just people calling out other people. It's like, there's so much hypocrisy that comes with this whole thing. It's like, oh, well, I don't respect you traveling, but I'm going to travel anyway. It's like, um, no, like if you don't respect traveling, like, and if you don't agree with traveling and are like, oh, I wouldn't do it. And like, oh, like, why are they traveling? But then you go turn around and travel. Like, that's not okay. Like, you have to be consistent in your thing. Like, if you're going to rag on somebody for traveling, like, you better not be traveling yourself. And I know that's aggressive and can be an unpopular opinion, but it's true. Like, there's so many situations where people are just like, hey, you know, I'm I don't I don't see you doing this, but oh, I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway. Like, no, like no, guys, come on. Like, we're better human beings than that. Like, I believe that we can be better than that. And especially our generation, we can be better than that. That kind of leads me into this thing of like, you just, you just got to worry about yourself in these situations. You just have to worry, just keep focused on what you're doing and what you're, what you're focusing on and your projects and just worry about you. And it sounds selfish, but you kind of have to be selfish when it comes to things like that, because, you know, otherwise it causes a ton of heartache 
when it comes to just and a lot of energy when you're trying to focus constantly on like what other people are doing and like how they how you think it's affecting you but then it's not affecting you so it's causes you a lot of stress and kind of just mental health problems and like no one needs that no one needs the stress but like yeah you can be aware of what's going on with somebody but you don't need to be constantly obsessed over it like yeah like do you need a comment on like a youtuber's video like giving them hate for traveling when you wouldn't do the same thing no like you don't need to engage in that like why why do you like why do you need to why do you feel the need to engage if it's only going to be negative and that's the thing like you know the old saying where it says either say something nice or nothing at all like in those in a lot of those cases that's what we probably should be doing we should only spread kind words we shouldn't spread spread negativity and hate for one another we shouldn't say just comment to say something mean like why like we wouldn't want somebody to do that to us so why do we do it for the to these public people i guess my big thing is just why like why is why is this culture a thing why is this mentality a thing of just you know worried so much and being consumed so much by what other people are doing and feel the need to call them out on it i'm sure these people these people know what they're doing they're not stupid we don't need to gang up on them and remind them like oh like i wouldn't do that but okay you can go ahead and do it you don't need to do that like it's completely unnecessary we shouldn't have we shouldn't have judgment towards one another all we need to have is like love and respect and kindness and happiness and all that like that's the last thing we need in this world is more hate more stress more judgment we we need love we need happiness you know and just respect and i think this whole year has definitely been a test to this and it what we found is we're just more divided than ever on, you know, mask versus no mask or Biden versus Trump or, you know, stay at home versus going out. Like there's so many spectrums and and like just because somebody isn't doing the same thing you are doesn't mean it's wrong. It does you know, it doesn't mean that, oh, because I prefer to go have indoor dining doesn't mean the person who only prefers outdoor dining is wrong. You know, like you just have to respect their choice and kind of come to a compromise, especially if they're like a close friend. You can't like it's stupid to say, oh, like I don't respect your choice because I think what your choice is is stupid. No, like we don't do that. You know, we compromise and come to an agreement and just respect the other person's decisions like yeah sure like I don't want to get called out when I'm you know traveling on an airplane and like the fear of that honestly it was like preventing me from even telling people I was going on this trip because I was like I don't want to just hear judgments and I don't want to hear what people have to say about me getting on an airplane like I know what I'm risking by getting on an airplane I know what precautions I need to take and so like no one needs to make me feel anything else than what I you know already feel in that situation and so yeah for me that was just that that whole thing I just I didn't and everyone's like, oh, like, oh, they made it sound like it was such a surprise that I was going. And I'm like, yeah, like, I didn't want to say anything because, you know, I don't want to be judged and I don't want to be given crap for what my decision is because no one can just, you know, respect my decision. So, I mean, I've even I've felt it. I've felt this. And I mean, it bugs me and it disappoints me. And, you know, it makes me feel and I guess in a way self-conscious that I can't make my own decisions or just do something without anybody watching me and being like, oh, you're making that decision. Why are you making that decision? So I try to even just approach people with like respect for their decisions, like whether I agree with them or not, like whether somebody agrees with Trump or agrees with Biden or wants to wear a mask or doesn't want to wear a mask, whatever it might be, I can just respect their decision and just move on because that's all that's all we can do at this point. And, you know, we just have to. And I think that there's been this just lack of respect. No one respects anybody anymore. And it's just sad. And I really hope that that can change, especially going forward, because 
we don't need to be divided over insignificant things like someone's decision um so i guess my best advice is to just you know focus on what you're doing like you know focus on the things that are important to you like work or it might be school or it might be um your side hustle or it might be like a project whatever you're doing just focus on what you're doing and you don't need to constantly be invested in what everybody else is doing and you know let it take over you and wonder why oh why are so and so doing this this way or why are like who cares like honestly who cares and you're honestly so much happier if you just focus on yourself and focus on your goals and where you're going and just kind of like let everything else just be noise because at the end of the day that's all it is it's noise and it's a distraction and you don't need it you just you know at the end of the day you got to just focus on you. So, I mean, let's go back to just focusing on ourselves and our progress and just let everybody else live. Like as long as we live and let others live, you know, we can all coexist and we can all just, you know, be. And that's all we could ever want and ask for. So as long as it doesn't affect us, why should we care? That's really the million dollar question, you know. And yeah, some of these political things, maybe, you know, they will affect us. But, you know, just because something is announced doesn't mean it's going to affect us directly in that moment. It might take months or even years to affect us. So just kind of keep that in the back of your mind. And I think you might be you might surprise yourself how much happier and lighter you feel by just saying okay i'm going to just block out the noise and just focus on what i need to do i've been doing that a lot this pandemic i can speak from experience and it's made me honestly so much more productive this year i think i've gotten more goals and projects and action items done this year than in any years like pre-pandemic because I've just been able to invest and focus on what I need to get done with kind of being aware of what's going on but not so invested that I let it distract me and lose my focus so I just want all you to think about that and I again I'm sorry if this kind of came off aggressive but I'm just really passionate about this whole issue and I want to just help you guys see that yeah I don't that you don't need to be consumed with it and you can just let others just do what they need to do so I really hope that I didn't come off too aggressive or anything like that but I hope that you guys just you know keep it as food for thought going into this week going into the holidays and even going into next year so I wanted to wrap up the podcast with three things I'm excited for this week because I've also found that doing gratitude and whatnot is also super helpful, especially in like times like this and just something fun to look forward to. So um, one is Thanksgiving. I, you know, Thanksgiving, I'm such a traditional, traditional person in the sense that I always love making like the same dishes, but we actually are shaking up our Thanksgiving menu this year, which is exciting. Um, Usually we eat for vegetables. We make this broccoli cheddar casserole, but like it's like made with things like Velveeta and like Ritz crackers and all stuff that's like not healthy for you. So if you make it in any other way, it just doesn't taste the same. And so we've been modifying it over the last several years and it just yeah, it doesn't taste the, quite the same. But like this year, we're mo- we're just doing a different vegetable dish altogether. We got this root vegetable mix from Costco in their frozen vegetable section that like we're all obsessed with because it's delicious and especially seasoned with like the typical Thanksgiving seasoning. So like rosemary, thyme, and sage. It's just incredible. So uh, we're swapping that out, but we're also doing something different with dessert. For years and years, we have made like the traditional pumpkin and apple pie. I'm not a huge pie person because I personally just don't like pie crust and we cheat and use Pillsbury's we don't make our own because none of us are also big pie eaters so last year we tried to instead of an apple pie we did an apple crisp because everyone loves apple crisp so much better because it's just basically the apples with some sort of like topping and you don't have the crust and it worked out so much better and we're even doing that again this year so that's part of what we're doing there and then we're also going to actually implement a a 
pecan bar in our rest in our like lineup which i'm excited for because i actually really like you know the whole concept of like pecan pie like i really kind of like that caramelized gooey filling that pecan bars have so I really, um, I'm excited for those, honestly, probably my favorite. So good shakeups on the traditional foods. So I'm excited about that. But as long as I can have like my stuffing and potatoes and like all that, like I'm a happy camper. The other thing is putting up the tree. It's finally time to put up the Christmas tree. I'm so excited because we get to use my decorations and my tree was amazing last year. It was, I have this like seven foot pre-lit tree that's like kind of flocked a little bit and it, the color scheme was like champagne and bronze and gold and uh coppers and like browns it was just gorgeous i freaking love it um and we also use amber lights and i love it i so i can't wait to put my tree up and then the other thing i'm looking forward to is possibly trying in and out this week so in and out opened in colorado officially last friday and guys lines were so insane so i'm a little nervous for next week but I really want to try it because I have a doctor's appointment in Colorado Springs. And so I'm like, ooh, I kind of really want to try it um, and like actually see if I can get my hands on it. But I know like if the lines are like going to be hours long, it's not going to be worth it. But so fingers crossed, maybe we'll see. It's kind of hard to gauge because it is like the day after Thanksgiving. So people are either recovering from eating at home or shopping. So I don't know, but it's also like a holiday weekend. So it's, it's kind of hard to gauge. So hopefully maybe trying in and out because it is my favorite hamburger place. So, but yes, yeah, so that's kind of what I'm looking forward to this week. And I just wanted to close out with a quote. So um, I found this quote and it's absolutely perfect. So it is by Oprah Winfrey and it says, be thankful for what you have. You'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you'll never have enough. So I thought that was perfect as we're going into Thanksgiving. I'm very thankful for this podcast and for all of you who actually listened to this podcast. You and yours have a fabulous holiday weekend and fabulous holiday season. Um, So yeah, that concludes this week's episode of Badassery. I hope you all have a fantastic week. And then if you want to keep more updated on my life and what I'm doing outside of this podcast, you know, feel free to follow my YouTube channel and follow us over at Badassery Podcast, both on Facebook and Instagram. And yeah, I will talk to you guys next week. Take care.